have to point out, uh-huh. we are talking about a bit of fashion, and my girl is rocking Versace glasses, bitch. Oh, here's the thing about like being rich. Uh, well, no. <laughs> here's the thing. Have you seen the Adam Ruins Everything episode about um, lens crafters no. and about eyeglasses? <gasps> what does he ruin? Well, eyeglasses. <laughs> so the thing about like brands on glasses is that like basically like the same company owns all of the designer glasses. I and, have heard about and they this. just like lease it. They lease the brand names and just slap them on the glasses. Shut the yeah. fuck up. I just, and then they just price gouge the yeah, shit out of yeah. Versace over Ray-Ban. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, I just wanted a pair of red glasses and these are the only red ones I could find. And I was going to Hawaii the next day. So I was like, oh. And you're rich, rich, honey. Honey bear, <laughs> rich, rich. Kristen Jericho right out the back. Giving us that hot tea in the fashion industry. I didn't mean to rhyme, but here we mm-hmm. are. Thanks so much for coming to Confidently and Secure, the podcast where we're absolutely sure we don't know everything. Oh my God, I'm so excited. You know, this is actually my very first podcast no yes it's not no one ever asked me to do a podcast you're so funny oh thank maybe you. they're fearful you're gonna be funnier than them i need to host my own podcast where i'm the only guest <laughs> it's just every week a it's monologue just, just about every, you it's me and then me at 13 there you go you know i realized when i was writing out my questions for you that I don't know your background before BuzzFeed because you're like oh. a BuzzFeed OG. Yeah. Tell the people. I have been at BuzzFeed for too long. Drag them. I'm my own soundboard. Listen, the thing is, is that I've been there for too long. So I actually started at BuzzFeed in September of 2013. Oh my God. Yeah. A long time ago. This was, I mean, I want to say four offices ago. Holy shit. A long time ago. Yeah. I had a completely different job. I was a writer. Yes. Uh, I was hired to write lists and quizzes. Mm. And that was a job I had exclusively for, I want to say, about a year and a half. Okay. And then about a year and a half in, I started my slow descent (laughs) into into video. Yes. (laughs) Wow. Wait. So you started doing video fast i thought you were a writer for a lot longer i was so i was classified as a writer um jurisdictionally within buzzfeed until i want to say mid 2017 even though that full ass wasn't my job for (laughs) many many years yeah like it wasn't really no and of course most people probably recognize you from ladylike the vi vi mega vi pussy forward (laughs) uh lifestyle gang like i don't know how do you guys describe ladylike to people um well well, I mean, I think Ladylike is basically, it's a show about female friendships. Aww. I know, right? Aww. And you guys, Aww. they're really actually friends. We are actually friends. We're actually all having dinner tonight. Oh, cute. Yeah, this is, we are, I know, people actually ask us that sometimes. Well, because... They're just like, are you actually friends? And it's like, you kind of would have to be. Well, I feel like reality <laughs> shows and like the the housewives of whatever city have kind of ruined the idea of like, can women really be friends? Like past a certain age. And mm-hmm. I feel like this age group that we're all in at this very special, active, creative yeah. place, you feel like you feel like BuzzFeed would be one of the most competitive jobs in the world. It is. And to get there, <laughs> it really is. But I feel like, I don't know, did we get lucky that we have such good friends? You're frowning. No, 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 no. I, I think, I think, so I think that I have many, I have many thoughts on this. Yes, so yes, I yes. think that BuzzFeed is actually really, really good at hiring people mm. 
um, who might naturally become friends. Ah. And I don't think that necessarily everyone is going to be friends with everyone, no. but I think that they're really good at hiring good people yeah because i feel like you know you for instance your show that you're here to talk about the empty suitcase show that uh-huh. you can watch now on facebook watch you can watch it now well, actually you can watch it and let me tell you specifically where you can watch it. <laughs> well okay it is a facebook watch show you can watch it on um buzzfeed videos facebook page and mm-hmm. also lady likes facebook page oh, okay i didn't know um, that i yeah. watched it i went to the watch tab and then just oh. scrolled until i saw oh well, apparently you can watch it there too i didn't know that <laughs> well <laughs> that was one of my questions we can just skip yeah. straight to is mm-hmm. I feel like selling any show yeah. is a rigorous process. And yes. this was like already a proven entity, like a proven successful show that BuzzFeed was posting. Mm-hmm. But it's also going back to talking about hiring people that get along and making diverse content, hiring diverse people. Mm-hmm. This is a show about plus size fashion. Yes. And friendship. Yes. Yes. And friendship. But what was the selling process like for a show that represented such an underrepresented topic? So <laughs> let me think how much I can actually talk about this. Mm, is it where fair. She's more, very where, exclusive. Where no one yells at me. <laughs> so um, where should I start? I guess I could, just, I could start from the beginning yes, of please. this. So back in, zhu, 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 go back in time. Yeah, rewind. <laughs> back in uh, March of 2018, uh, we filmed a mini series um, where we went to New Orleans. Loved that. And one. originally it was supposed to be one video, <laughs> and it turned into I want to say five. Holy shit! It was gonna be one video. It was called. It was Secret Trip was the name of the video, and right. it was where Devin plans a secret trip for us to go on. And now then, is that just the everybody in the comments will say is that just y'all's way of getting a free trip? <laughs> well, I, mean, I get those questions all the time. People say that. Oh, sorry, people. Oh. People say that, but the thing is, is that traveling while filming is really It's a job. Hard. You're not really is, laying by oh the pool. Oh my God, it's so hard. You do it for the Instagram and for the B-roll, and then you're out of the pool. There are times where I'm just like, do we really have to go to the pool? <laughs> I just want to. It's so many and, and filters. So, oh my God. I got to put on shoes. Ugh, anything that requires terrible. shoes, count me out. I know. So anyway, I'm going to back, back, back to my back story. To, yeah. So um, we were filming this mini series. We were also coming off um, a, a trip where we went to Kenya, which mm, was amazing, amazing, incredibly hard to film. Yeah. Um, and then we did this trip to New Orleans and we were like, Okay, we learned a lot from that trip yeah. to Kenya. Yeah. <laughs> we, we know how to do this now. Yeah. And um, Mike Rose, who Amazing, is... Amazing, beautiful Mike Rose. Beautiful Michael Mike Rose. He is so wonderful. He is a Lady Lake producer. Mm-hmm. He uh, and I were kind of wandering the streets of New Orleans. And we As were like, you do. And we were, <laughs> and we were like, what if we came up with a show where we could just do this all the time? Yes. Because, well, this is also us. This is us from the outside looking in being like travel shows right they're just vacations and it's like actually <laughs> no no Anthony Bourdain is sound so miserable on his voiceover because traveling is fucking hard traveling while traveling filming shows oh my god it's impossible it's, it's really really hard it's very fun it's yeah. really hard and a lot of people don't know that BuzzFeed doesn't have like full crews unless you're doing a branded shoot it's usually you you're lucky if you get an intern yes and another producer maybe. yes um we traveled with a crew of five people and that was like a luxury oh this is like money money honey luxurious wow yes I mean five including me it was me Mike Kelly yeah um who is also an editor and lady like um, Erica Schmack, our line producer, and whoever was coming with me at the yeah. time. I'm totally, I'm getting, I've, I've been telling the same story for like five minutes. This I is keep all deferring. very important details, <laughs> not niche at all. So, anyway, so, uh, and then after, oh, that's, there we go. Uh, so, <laughs> after 
um, after this New Orleans trip, I was like, I was thinking a lot about how at the time I was kind of starting to go to more events and, mm-hmm. um, when you are a fat person and you're trying to go to events, mm-hmm. it's like, it's so annoying <laughs> because yeah. you have to plan what you're going to wear. Right. Like, uh, you know, three weeks in advance, two it's weeks in advance. It's not like a, what, sh- what can I throw on? And what can I borrow from my friend? Oh, right, right. Um, cause it's, you know, and so it's like. <laughs> You, it's it's a pain. So like you yeah. know, every time I was invited to something, I was like, oh my god, I gotta figure this out. Um, it becomes a chore more than a, like a fun. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. And so I was thinking like, wow, it would really suck <laughs> if I had to go somewhere and like I lost my luggage. I would be oh totally hosed. And then I was like, what if I made this into oh a show? What's the worst possible thing I can think of? And then how do I dedicate <laughs> my life to it over the next year of living that nightmare all the time? Yeah, it's basically, I was just like, why don't I take something really stressful and then turn it into a show? <laughs> With a five-person crew, With a five- not enough money, and my worst nightmare. <laughs> my worst nightmare. I know, people are always just like, you make it seem so easy. And I was like, yeah, mm. that's good. How much research goes into it, right? An, an incredible amount of research. It, I don't um, think we even said like the premise of the show for anyone. Oh, who's we not should watching, talk about this. What are you doing? So the empty suitcase show is a show where I go to a city with just the clothes I'm wearing, and then I have to find a day look and a night look for activities in that city. Jesus Christ! So it's not only a show about. Mm-hmm fashion and inclusivity within fashion Mm -hmm. but it's also about the adventure of you going to a new city yeah and kind of showcasing what they have to offer yeah it's basically a fat travel show it's about like Mm because i think that like also uh, travel for fat people is like slightly fraught Mm. you also very incredibly big words i I, when i read your writing i'm like she's smart what the fuck does fraught mean when i was a child i ate a thesaurus (laughs) (laughs) nourished me that's how it works so it's it's uh it's it's like scary it's frightening Mm -hmm. um because lots of things can happen to you when you're Mm -hmm. fat and traveling um you like the issues with seat belts you could have passengers who don't want to sit next to you um you know are you gonna fit into boots are you gonna fit into chairs are the arms gonna cut you off and you know i feel like it's really interesting to just hear someone say also that i'm fat because Mm -hmm. I, I've talked about this on the podcast a little bit about how society has given that a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. It's like, what do we assume with the word fat mm-hmm. when it's like, I think women kind of took back the word cunt a little bit and like we're yeah. also uh-huh. bringing back fat as just a fucking word mm-hmm. and how you speak about your experience is so refreshing. Thank you. I say, so I refer to myself as a fat person because mm-hmm. I consider fat to be a neutral descriptive word. Amen, motherfuckers. That is how, and the thing, and the thing is, is like calling yourself a fat person actually makes people very nervous. It, oh, I can't <laughs> tell you. I was like, oh, makes- how do I like not fuck this up? And then I'm like, it's Kristen. Like, she's <laughs> not going to police the shit out of me but also (laughs) i think that you know i wanted to be careful with Mm -hmm. this episode because i it's something that i know if i'm getting nervous about and Mm -hmm. i'm just like a loud mouth cunty like no filter motherfucker (laughs) like how can someone who lives in middle america also have these conversations yeah i mean i i so people use different words to describe themselves some people like curvy some people Mm -hmm. like plus size bigger big i don't larger body yeah i don't like that i i like fat um (laughs) i just it's just it's a neutral descriptive word Mm -hmm. It, it kind of, um, I think for me, it's a word that is about like, it is about reclaiming the word, but mm-hmm. it's also, I, I've, 
personally, when I describe myself, and mm-hmm. I'm not everybody, mm-hmm. I think saying plus size is like clunky. It does <laughs> feel because the word itself is two. It's, it's like, like a me, but plus, plus like, and one more. Like, I know it's like yeah. no, I'm just fat. It's fine. Um, well, yeah, that's funny that you say that because mm-hmm. it's not like a, a pronoun where you can ask someone like they yeah. them like what do you prefer? And mm-hmm. I think uh, how do I say? That traditionally thin people might be nervous Wait. to use the word fat. Yeah, they would. So we, I refer to them as straight size people. Straight size. Yes. What did I say? You said traditionally, traditionally thin. thin. Yeah, I mean, I like people say it's. You can say thinner. You can say whatever. It's fine. But yeah. um, also, I don't police how people identify no, their bodies. Sure, but mm. I'm do whatever. Please teach <laughs> teach us your ways. But I, I mean, I refer to uh, like as. I refer to them as straight sized because it's kind of like, um, the other thing about plus size is that it's like, I don't know. I, I don't, it, no, I love, <laughs> I love that. Cause I have the same feeling about it. Cause plus also like, not pl- that I get to have a feeling. About it, plus size also like shapes the entire conversation around clothes sure, and around sizes. And we're not talking about experience. Yeah. We're like, not talking about experience. Yeah. It also kind of like it a little bit like, yeah, that's that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, totally so you know, and when yeah. you say the word "fat" with people who aren't used to calling, like they get like they get really anxious, they get really yeah, nervous. Sure. I was actually at a wedding this weekend where I was referring to myself as fat because like it's just what I do, and sure. like people were like, you could hear like very uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah. fact, sometimes people will get angry at you, <gasps> and they'll be like, "You're not fat." They'll say that, but they'll also, but they'll they they interpret the word "fat" as so aggressive that mm. when I hear it, they'll think I'm being aggressive with them. Oh. Like, like I'll say like, well, you know, like as a fat person and they think I'm being like mean or sarcastic or aggressive. And then you also then have to coddle someone else's feelings. Yeah. About. Yes. It's yes. a tricky, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a tricky conversation. Yeah. And like the thing is, I'm also not the foremost authority on this. Like there are lots of people who do this work much better than I do. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's like a great Talking activist. Gay. I'm exactly. There's a great activist. You're a fat friend mm-hmm. who is awesome. I love mm-hmm. her. She's great. Um, but she is like. She is is sort of a nexus of information mm, about this. Word. Love that for you. Nexus. That's great. I only know that as a phone. <laughs> <laughs> You're teaching me a lot today. <laughs> um, yeah, she uh, she's really really great too. Well, um, I, yes. you, speaking of yes. when you say you're not the person, in a way, by taking on this identity in the show, yeah. do you feel ever that you have kind of become the go-to person, especially at uh, BuzzFeed or at, like, like do people slack you for fat questions like is this okay and are you like self-preserving at all like do you have space to self-preserve honestly I know this is people don't ask me the questions <gasps> <laughs> like I just kind of see what ends up happening honestly sometimes I'll just and Jasmine and I who's also Jasmine BuzzFeed Robin, Jasmine, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Jasmine Robbins so um often she and I will just kind of see stuff pop up on BuzzFeed. Not often. Sometimes Jasmine and I will see stuff pop up from BuzzFeed that's maybe from like mm, a few years ago. And we'll be like, "Mm, maybe someone should have asked us about this. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. (laughs) Yeah, so you kind of do want to be the reviewer of things. And sometimes we are, and sometimes we're not. And sometimes people just don't really think to ask. And that's fine. Um, But, you know, Jazz is there. Also, Joyce... Yes. Um, she, Tribe Called Joyce is her Insta. She is wonderful too. She is blowing the fuck up. She is really great. So like, I mean, when I first, when I very first started, it was just me, but mm-hmm. like that, it wasn't just me for very long. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I feel like, so I know some other people in other identities that are 
you know, we have Slack groups dedicated mm-hmm. to it or it's like, welcome the questions. But another question that I have for you is that I know we got off topic. We will come right back to Empty Suitcase. Show, but <laughs> That's fine. But, uh, talking about whatever. I, I, might, I took my Adderall <laughs> today, so I'm like, no, 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 no. Um, I did Michelle Carre's extreme body makeover mm-hmm. and, you know, I said something that a lot of people are retweeting or reaching out about mm-hmm. where I said, you're not allowed to have an unhealthy relation. It feels like you're not allowed to have a negative relationship with your body unless you're a certain size. And a lot of people latched onto that being like, oh, I never felt like I could be uncomfortable in my body mm-hmm. without getting backlash from other people like the oh you must have no problems because you're so thin which then implies you must have so many problems if you're larger bodied or fat yeah um, and I guess my question is like at what point do you get to identify your body as one thing or the other that is a great question what a loaded one what though a eh? great question here's the thing <laughs> I so here's the thing Everyone is allowed to self-identify and everyone and also everyone is allowed to have issues with their body Mm -hmm. and everyone is allowed to feel bad about their body. I think a lot of us. No one, no one can take your feelings. (laughs) Sure. The, the important thing is to recognize the difference between your personal feelings about your body Mm -hmm. and how your body gives you privileges. Ooh, say it again. That is the critical difference. Ooh, bring it down for me. Bring it down for me. It's basically, it's like sometimes then people will be like, well, they're skinny shaming too. And it's just like, okay, like. And? You're allowed to have feelings about your body. You're Mm -hmm. allowed to feel like your body doesn't meet a certain standard. Mm -hmm. That is correct. Mm -hmm. However, you do not encounter the same structural problems and that fat people do it's really it's a good comp to all lives matter black lives matter it's yeah it's it's, you just it's not that you're a bad person it's not mm -hmm. that you haven't struggled it's just what society has given you or allowed you to experience is completely different yes that is a good that is a that is it is is just being mindful of the fact that like some people experience societal prejudice in a way that you don't Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's like you everyone's allowed to feel bad about their body the way that you voice how you feel bad about your body is important too because like sometimes people will be like i feel fat and fat's Mm -hmm. not a feeling you can't feel fat (laughs) you can feel happy we are all guilty we are (laughs) all guilty of that saying you can't can't feel fat that's not you you can feel frustrated you mean joyous and successful you can you can look at me you can feel i mean like you can you can feel lots of things but fat is not a feeling so like i think that that's one way in which I feel like that manifests itself sure, a little bit. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to then empty suitcase, <laughs> okay. which y'all, we it was a journey, but we got there. So you decided to make this show yeah. that sort of head on confronts and kind of shouts at a big problem in the fashion industry. Yeah. And like the 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 so in the States, and I guess to a lesser extent in Europe, e-commerce has really filled in more gaps when it comes to more sizes. Mm. Uh, another phrase I don't like to use is size inclusivity because it's not it, because it's not really possible to have true size inclusivity. I have questions. Yes. There was a thing on NPR today mm-hmm. that they said that they, for, you know, women's in, in quotes, uh, clothing, mm-hmm. that they are going to 
there are a lot of companies that are switching to what they do with men's sizes where it's just measurements mm-hmm. because you can't, what is a true size 10? We don't, it's, it's malleable because some mm-hmm. companies will go, oh, our customers like to feel like they're a 10. So let's make the 10 a little bit bigger. Vanity sizing. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. I knew it had a name. Mm-hmm. So, so when you say size inclusivity isn't possible. It's because you are always going to leave somebody out. Ooh. I would say the, the closest brand right now to true size inclusivity is universal standard because mm. they do double zero to 40. Wow. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, it's, there are some brands that are more inclusive than others Mm -hmm. and we always want to push for greater amounts of inclusivity Mm -hmm. but i think that like you know when you like brands that go up to a 24 love to be like we're inclusive and it's like like, okay but you're ignoring like the people who are 26 they just want to be at the table yeah i actually one time one time a brand pitched me (gasps) i love these i read your tweets about this all the time one time oh yes this is a thing kristen has (laughs) Has zero fucks on her Twitter, by the way. It's a very wonderful thing to follow. I'm in my house just like, yeah. So a brand pitched me. Oh, okay. So I, I, I keep a list. I keep a list of brands that pitch me that like that don't carry my size. Because like sometimes a brand will, a brand will just be like. And this was, I think, a while ago. It was, I want to say it was, I won't say, it wasn't a U.S. brand. Okay. It was a foreign brand. Okay. And they Make were just. assumptions in the comments. They were, well, it's also, it was a very small brand. It was okay. not like a, okay. it was not tiny. But anyway, they were, they were pitching me this um, line. It was called Curve. Mm-hmm. And it was size 8 to 16. And they were just like, arc for curvy sizes. And I was just like, listen. <laughs> My, I'm very, like, you, it doesn't, it's not that hard to figure out my size online. Like, right. I, I've talked about it before. Very open. It's pretty, it's like. literally in print. It's literally <laughs> in the show. Like, I literally say it in the show. Yeah. I have a size 20. I say it in the show. Yeah. Um, you know, it, 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 also, if you look at me, you can probably, you can probably take a guess. <laughs> right. So they might not even know yeah. what you look like. No. They're writing into a void. But I, I wrote them back and I was just <gasps> like, this isn't, like, you can't do this. Like, <gasps> this is not going to fly. Did they write back? Yeah. They were actually, they were really nice about oh. it. They were just kind of like, how so? And I was like, granted, I hate consulting for free, but it was just like. Ooh, sis. <laughs> it makes me crazy. It's but true, I was like, this isn't like, this isn't a thing. You can't, you can't appropriate the language of body positivity yes. to sell clothes that most fat women can't wear. Right. You just can't do it. So. And were they like, no, 16's good. We're, that's- well, yeah, they were just like, the, the they were saying to me, like, oh, the client doesn't know. And I was like, well, thank- it takes not. <laughs> T- please take your free, please take your free consulting right. and run away. Yeah. yeah, but I used to keep a list. Of, in fact, I still kind of do. I keep a list of all the brands that have ever pitched me when they don't carry my size. Some of those brands have since started carrying my size. Okay. But probably the worst offender, there was a major, major brand that pitched me while I was in Kenya mm. to write something. Mm. about a inclusivity like where they did not carry my son i very oh they (laughs) sometimes literally just copy and fucking paste oh they do yeah and they don't think about it and like but the thing is is i remember oh yeah the north remembers (laughs) and like i said your twitter is so not give a fuck like the energy is so there and i think that this show does a nice balance too Mm -hmm. right because i think the people who are afraid of body people being excited about their bodies is that yeah. they're like, why are you shoving it down my throat? The same way when like lesbians were more visible, they were like, why do you have to shove it down my throat? And I think yeah. your show does a really good job of like just being what it is. Yeah. Fact driven. 
it's experience. Just, it's supposed to be fun. Here's yeah. the thing. It, like, I think that a lot of fat women consider travel to be this like very scary thing. And it's like, I want to make a fun travel show. Amen. I want to make a show where it's like, hey, maybe you can have fun too. <laughs> if you just if, throw away your suitcase. Yeah. I mean, I'm clear. The one thing I say in like every episode. So there's one episode I don't say it in because I forgot. It's oh. it's a, I, we oh, go to girl. we go to Tampa. I forget to say it in the Tampa. <gasps> That's where episode. I'm from. Well, we go to Tampa. Uh oh. I went to Tampa with Freddie. How bad are we? Uh, actually, it was really the outfits are cute. It's okay. Fine. It's cute. Freddie did text me and she was like, "I'm in Tampa." I'm like, I cannot believe you went to my city I and know. did not consult. <laughs> my parents would have loved to have hosted all of you. There's enough room. My dad would have made you breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like I, they were so sad that they missed you. Guys. Tampa was so soupy. It was. Uh, we went. In fact, actually, Tampa. The episode when this come when the podcast comes out, the yeah. Tampa episode will be what airs. Oh that my Saturday. god! Maybe that's what we should do our giveaway for. Wait, yeah. can I plug this real fast? Yeah. This isn't an ad or a, a commercial break, but um, we did a giveaway for our last uh, two episodes ago with John Kim, where he did. I used to be a miserable fuck. Thank you, Bailey. She is a neuro I might plug this up. She's a nurse. She does something, mm-hmm. and she listened to the podcast in her science medical room. So thank you, Bailey. But for this week, for this episode, mm-hmm. I've got this wonderful two-faced lip injection extreme. <laughs> this is the thumbnail. Oh, my God. And you've wow. got one, two, three, four, five. 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 Can you believe in this? I don't know why marketing would spend <laughs> so much fucking money in creating a what is this even a dog toy when it was sitting here on the couch before i kept i kept trying to pick it up (laughs) off the thing it wasn't working it's giant lips five lip glosses Mm -hmm. and let's say if you send us a screenshot or a pic of you watching the tampa episode make sure to tag Kristen and i and confidently pod on instagram we will pick one of you guys shout out to tampa put us on the map and you will win this lip injection extreme kit okay ad that's not an ad is over cool (laughs) so tampa anyway so the thing oh so it was soupy uh yeah so the thing i say this in every episode i did not say it in tampa Mm. it's sorry i just i just forgot i was tired but uh but i say it in everyone which is that the fact that i can make the show at all is a privilege Mm. um i'm a size 20 which means Mm. that i have privileges above people Mm -hmm. sorry i should say it again I'm a size 20, which means I have more privileges than people who like would be larger mm-hmm. than me in terms of clothing accessibility, right. in terms of lots of other things. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, ability to like sit in chairs, be able right. to fit in places, um, right. you know, not be tossed off airplanes. Right. Right. And, um, you know, the fact that I can I can do this. Um, not taken for granted. Yeah. I don't. Hear, and also the fact that. Um, if I'm above like a size 24, it would be much, Impossible. much harder, if right. not maybe impossible to make the mm-hmm. show, uh, because of the types of clothing that's available in brick and mortar stores. Now, would you ever consider like for a later season when it gets picked up by Facebook watch again, would you ever <laughs> consider like bringing on a co-host that is like a t- size 24 or does yes. that like, we've talked about this. Is this like, Oh, we don't really want to like show too much truth. We've talked about this. Um, yeah. there are. Some of the cities that we went to, um, it was it was clear once we were on the ground mm-hmm. that it would be possible to do the show mm-hmm. with someone a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, some cities, it was very clear it would not be possible at all. Yeah. It was barely possible for me to do it. And then you don't want that you don't <laughs> want that experience of like something negative happening. Well, we and, check. We never. Yeah, yeah. Like we. Well, so the process of making this show mm-hmm. is like. We started pre Lots we started pre proing this show research. in August and wow. it took it took me about I want to say a month and a half to find all the stores. It took me it took and me we a, have Google. It took me a week 
to find all the America stores. It took me five weeks to find the three stores in Europe. We didn't even br- we didn't even say that that this season you go to motherfucking Europe. We do. Bitch. We go to London, Athens, Oi. and Edinburgh. Oh, wait, that's um, Oi. that's not sure. Oh, you me dad. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't even know what accent. What is this? I we should stop. <laughs> this is, uh, the wait, mid, that's the mid Pacific accent. <laughs> I've been watching too much 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. Um, so wait, what the fuck? You ventured into like totally new territory yeah. going overseas. Yeah. And the thing is, is we, I, it's, uh, it's hard in America. It is really hard in Europe. The math is totally different. I mean, it's America's fault. We're the fucked up size one, but like, what the fuck? It's so bad. The, the, it was so hard. Cause in my mind and I'm, cause I'm spoiled. I'm a spoiled production baby. I I'm used to, if I email Mm. a place like a small business yes. in the united states they will 90 90 percent of the time i'm gonna get an email back within right. a day right um that is not the case in europe <laughs> why do they just not know the deal no i don't think i mean it was just harder it was it yeah. was i think that um well, time zones t- oh my god times i was up at 2 and 5 a.m oh. every single day trying to harass somebody on social media there here's the thing all the stores that we got were awesome yeah. they were so cool so easy to work with yeah really good finding them was Tough. hard oh, especially because like you know i don't i speak one language yeah <laughs> Again, America's fault. <laughs> I don't speak one <laughs> it's language. It's insane that every other person in the world outside of America can speak like five languages. Yeah, <laughs> I would speak. I know it's terrible. Like I only speak one. So, but you know. also it's. I think it's like if you don't learn a new language before eight years old, it like the percentage of you remembering it drops off. Like it's 90%. hard, yeah. and we didn't have the money for a translator or a fixer, so it was like well so you do, do you crowdsource a lot still because i remember you putting out a call on social media being yes. like hey where do you guys shop yes so a lot of the stores in america came from people's suggestions and of course like once people suggest something mm-hmm. that's just the beginning yeah after they suggested i have to like research it i have to see mm-hmm. what are people's Talk experiences to PR well, oh usually i mean most of them don't have a pr person oh, but more. i know well some do but some do so do go to more do do more times than not do you go to small mom and pop brands yes okay so that one thing i was thinking with this season because i you know there are lots of different competing things to value when you put together a show that exists in the world of capitalism Ooh, talk (laughs) about it it's like uh you know at the end of the day this is a show about consumerism so it's like you gotta find a way to balance it so i was like okay uh you know at the top of this i was like i want to use as many small businesses as possible Mm Um, put them on the map too yeah i like i want to use as many like as many diverse businesses as possible um and so i was like okay how can i do this um and so like we decided to uh use exclusively resale stores Mm. in the u.s um like thrift shops mm -hmm. consignment Mm -hmm. what else is considered resale i think that's it okay (laughs) that's my extent of knowledge uh, that resale um so we decided to use um four out of five of them are plus size specific oh. um and then one of them is actually a store uh, the store in charleston the episode's actually coming out when you will have seen this yes. it will have come out yeah, the previous have, have saturday um but it is the store that supports a local lgbtq plus oh, uh, charity great. in charleston on uh south carolina perfect <laughs> i was like where am i <laughs> what's up um and uh they were awesome yeah. I, we found i was very nervous because i was like when you go into a thrift store where 
it's all sizes you're like oh, who, yeah. who knows but <laughs> close your eyes and point <laughs> exactly but it was i found great things there yeah. i those outfits from that episode are probably two of my favorites <gasps> in the whole season oh my god and you keep, you obviously keep them i mean keep, and you wear them around sometimes <laughs> do you, you save them for the gram avi because you need something to post to market the show this is how this works i know because we take we take photos of it the problem is is that there's just there's so much because <laughs> we got we, we i know your photo roll we were, must just be i know we were the funny busy. the funny thing about the clothes for this is that the 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 big irony of the empty suitcase show is that my suitcase is the fullest of anyone's suitcase wow because well, i have to carry all the stuff that we buy i was gonna say i'm sure people always ask you really bring nothing but like what do you absolutely bring that is a great question i actually talk about this so yeah. here um when we were doing in oh i hit okay, your laptop okay. so when we were doing individual mm -hmm. episodes mm -hmm. i would bring bras and underwear mm -hmm. and that's it oh that, that that was it i would just bring in the nothing else holy shit um when so the way that we shot these we shot them road trip style so we did four at a time cute um and so i would bring basically enough bras and underwear <gasps> for 16 days oh my god and then i brought pajamas how and do you even have 16 bras and underwears well, I don't know. I, don't really. I, buy more <laughs> I had to do some washing. <laughs> no, not really. I, we, I, I just toss them. I just toss them. Yeah. Like, do you know how many pairs of underwear I've thrown out in public? <laughs> Listen, I, I, I lost my spangs at Radio City Music Hall <laughs> in April at the at the YouTube Go on. at the uh, at Brandcast. <gasps> wow, that's like an event, girl. I know. <laughs> at Brandcast, I wore spangs and I I couldn't breathe, so I took you them said, off. Fuck it, and I lost them. <laughs> Honestly. I think next time you're all in the bathroom, you should just open that little tampon flap and see how many pairs of underwears are in there. Because I bet you might be surprised to find a little pot of gold. Because bitches, we take, like, uh, underwear is not, like, I don't have, like, a favorite pair of underwear. I'm not mm -hmm. close to my underwear. Yeah. I know that I'm going to make a mess in them. <laughs> and that they are disposable. <laughs> and I'm not trying to promote Amazon because, you know, environmental stuff, but they do have a good, cheap, pair of underoos that i have on my one click button that's i mean i i have i have 20 pairs of underwear and so i usually bring all 20 wow. and then i brought well the other thing is the first leg i was i don't know what i was thinking i brought <laughs> i brought like eight pairs of socks for 16 days oh my god so not enough socks yeah it was bad uh and then i bring um one we call it the hero outfit for each mm. episode so it'll be the like so um well, I'll get on the plane in one outfit. I'll wear it for the whole episode. Mm. It smells terrible oh, by the end. Oh, because you're shooting over multiple days. Yes, yeah. we're so it smells awful. And oh. then, and then when we um, we do the the final thoughts for the episode, we'll switch episodes, mm -hmm. and then I'll change into a new hero outfit ah. to get on the plane. And then that outfit will smell terrible by Getting the time. Back. Because each episode takes about three and a half days to film. Wow. I don't think people realize that either. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, so <laughs> people are always just like, this isn't a realistic depiction of what it would be like to lose a suitcase. And I'm like, yeah, it's because we're filming Suck it. Suck my dick, internet trolls. <laughs> we're filming it. it. Can't you just enjoy something? <laughs> Whatever people say to me, and I'm just like, yeah, because it takes like the part of the process. Also, takes what, do they want you to like it. go up to the airline counter and be like, you lost my bag. Just kidding. This is a TV show. Like fill out a form. Like, But yeah, but like often though, it's funny because the people who are making it with me were like, you actually can bring clothes. You don't actually have to yeah. travel in a piece of suitcase. And I was like, no, I do. Wow. Like I really do. I have to feel it. Like I, well, I have I do hear desperate. you talk about Target a lot. 
Yeah, you we do love your Target. We do go to Target a lot. Well, I love my Target. So Target tends to be, for the first couple of episodes, it was like, how much can I get at the thrift store? Mm-hmm. And how much like do I have to supplement? Mm-hmm. And usually what I have to supplement is shoes. Ah. Uh, because finding thrift did finding thrifted shoes is actually like kind of hard. Yeah. Because <laughs> you got to find stuff that matches what you oh, bought. And it's few and far between. It's, it really it's is. What matches what you bought plus it's in your size. Forget about it. So it's like. Ugh. So and that are like in good condition. I know. So I usually I went to my friend Nordstrom Rack a lot. Oh. Because I was like I gotta I find. <laughs> I was like I gotta find some shoes because the other thing is the first we were in Seattle I went to and I went to Target and I bought shoes at Target and then I realized that like. Every Target in the United States is going to have the same shoes. Oh, So yeah. I can't keep going back Stop to Target. Stop it. That's me. There's a Target right down the street. Yeah. And I'm like, if I go today, maybe they'll have redone the Christmas section. And I think they literally just like move shit around. Yeah. Like it's the same stuff, but they just bring other things to the front. And that makes me happy now. Target <laughs> is my happy place. I write a whole chapter about it in my book. Really? You're also writing a book. I am. Well. TTT? I am. No, I am writing a book. I'm working on a proposal right now. The joke is that I've been working on a book proposal for i want to say three years now yeah well you are a writer i know so but it was just in the stars it just was like but it's, it's hap it's actually like it's actually for real happening can now. you tell us anything about my book that i'm no. writing that i haven't sold anyone yet well, uh put well it out in the universe listen <laughs> my parents are not gonna want to read it oh! <laughs> oh! oh is it about my favorite subject Sex. I actually know. Oh, they're just. They're, I well, mean, what are your parents into? Uh, <laughs> or not into? I should say. I'm dead. So anyway, the. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think that like I I wanted to write a book for a long time about like because most people the question most people ask me is like mm-hmm. how did you get here mm-hmm. and like sometimes it's like in a reverent way and sometimes mm-hmm. it's like in a like what are you doing here, madam? Mm-hmm. Like this. Yeah, <laughs> this is a Wendy's. This is a Wendy's. So I kind of wanted to write a book of like how did I get here mm-hmm. and it's like here's all the things that happened. And, and is the the through line about you being like a woman or I think the through line is kind of like me <laughs> like it's it's people like me could not become mm. list celebrities mm. even 10 years ago mm. um, and now we live in a world where people like me mm-hmm. can go on podcasts yeah. hey her first one people listen to yeah and that's it's a weird shift and it's also like a weird phenomenon because it's like you know i feel like i'm I'm famous enough Mm -hmm. where people recognize me on the street Mm -hmm. but i'm not so famous where i don't have student loans absolutely and i think that like we talk about this all the time with guests about like how people think we're all like rich paul like we all have like bitch no i struggle i drive a struggle you drive a i I drive i I drive a 2007 chevy fuck a fuck (laughs) chevy fuck no I'm joking. I drive a it's a cobalt. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> I know. I drive a car that was made during the Bush administration. Ooh, like, we gotta get rid of that. I know. Actually, my car isn't working right now. I actually took a lift. Well, here. we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> send that book proposal out. What would I be know. like your dream publisher? Do you think? Because you're in that space. I don't know. I don't want to say. Okay. Yeah. Wanna... Okay. We don't want to exclude. I have a question though. You yes, brought yes. something up very interesting mm-hmm. about people like you. You mean fat. Not being able to be in a space like this 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. and now it is changing. Mm -hmm. Do we have social media to think? Do we have the body positivity movement to think? How do you feel about it? Are we just making it more visible? Are people just finally becoming less fat phobic? Are we 
what's changing? What do you feel positive about the change? And what do you feel not so happy about? That's a really good question. I think... <laughs> I'm asking a lot of heavy-handed. I, <laughs> I think that there is a... Um, I think a lot of people are cynical, but in a good way. Mm. In that I think that we have become very tired of artifice. Mm. And I, with I think because of that, because we are tired of artifice, we want people who we mm -hmm. feel like we would know. Mm -hmm. And so we don't like, you know, when we see people who look perfect, it's like, like, I don't know. I can't what relate. This, what is this? They yeah. Look a little alien. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're like, I don't know. Like when we see people who are, who are, who are rich and like mm -hmm. everything's figured out. It's mm -hmm. like, you know, I'm like. I'm like, I don't want to hang out with that person. They're it's probably like, fucking <laughs> miserable. Exactly. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, I'm sure yeah. they are, but. Rich. Um, but I think that we, our tastes have shifted. Mm -hmm. And so we want to feel like we can trust the people yes. that we like. Who are selling us things, who are shaping our yeah. entertainment. We want to feel like they get us and yeah. they know us. And they are us. Yeah. Right? And, and so in order for them to get us and be like us and to be our us, they have to kind of look like us. Right, right. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, I don't know how I feel when I see like, a company stick a fat person in their ad because I'm like, you're just doing that. Just because, do you really believe that? Like, well, what's the company like environment like? How's the work? Like, I don't know. I want so I'm I'm actually okay with that. I I actually prefer if more visibly yeah. fat people were in ads. I I think sometimes they'll take someone who's like a, a 14 or a 12 and be like, who has great proportions, yeah. and they'll be like. Our big, our big girl. See? Look what we did. Here she is. For you. We I did know. it. <laughs> I realize I've been looking at this camera this whole time. Hi. Oh, hi, Sam. I always like to. <laughs> I'm always like looking, I'm looking off of the, the, yeah, the thousand the yard stare. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I think that I would, I would like more representation. Yeah. I would also like if that representation was better. Mm. Um, something I talk about, I think in the London episode is that maybe I don't, that might not make right. it. The cut, You've but been traveling, girl. Let's find out. Yeah. But um, you know, we don't see people with double chins a lot. Mm -hmm. In fact, we almost never, we see people who are like boop, 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 boop. Um, who have like beautiful faces and like the boop a doop a doop. They're still still models. Yeah, no it's matter like, the size. Something about Ashley Graham. People yeah. people like to bring her up to me, and I'm just like, she's not. We aren't the same person. Don't you also <laughs> feel like people bring up fat people to other fat people? Like you all know each other. Well, the funny thing is, is that a lot of us do. <laughs> If I was like, you know, Nicole Byer, right? Your best friend who she, you know, her book, right? Like, I feel like that's not, another. I mean, not, like, there's, there's, there definitely is like six degrees of separation between like every fat person. Like we all, Everyone's in everybody's DMs though. Because it's made it, social media yeah. has made it easier to be like, hey girl. Yeah. Like I don't, like I don't know Nicole Byer, but like I probably know someone who knows Nicole Byer oh, really well. I mean, Jasmine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Jasmine. Yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, you know, I. There are other fat people. Like I know Tess. Yeah. Like Holiday, I know yeah. I know Julie. Yeah. Like I know um who else do I know? I know probably more people. You know are... bitches. I know people. Yeah. I... Yeah, would you ever bring any of them on to the show? I th so here's this is question has actually been asked to me before. Mm -hmm. Um when we were making this show, here's the logistical problem when you're making a show like this. You're making eight episodes. Mm -hmm. You need to secure four things per episode. Yeah. You need a store. You need a hotel. Mm -hmm. You need a day activity. Mm -hmm. You need a night activity. Sure, sure, sure. That's 32 location agreements. Holy fuck. And you got to get them in two months. Yikes. You add Another eight people. Person. You add eight people to it. That's 40 agreements you've got to get. There's more contracts. I know. And so it's like, or I could use the people who I don't have to get paperwork from. Well, that's the other thing. <laughs> it's like, we're not even thinking. 
thinking really about <laughs> yeah. what budget includes, like what yes. we're allotted. I say we're like as if I still work there. I don't know. <laughs> I know. It'll always be a piece of me. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and I think like I, I hope to see it get renewed mm-hmm. and, and get to even bigger platforms and, and more visibility, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, what you have coming up, expanding into the market is really fun and mm-hmm. exciting. So mm-hmm. as we wind down, because can you believe we've already been going for 45 minutes? We've been going for 45 Girl, minutes. You have to come back. This we crazy. Didn't even, I literally didn't even look at my computer with my question. It just has, it just says Kelsey MacBook yeah, Pro I on it. I didn't even get to open it and like <laughs> ask my actual questions to you because we just started fucking talking. So, so will That's you funny. please in the new year absolutely. come back? I will absolutely come back. Okay, so tell us then. Let's end on a high note. Okay. I want you to tell us what the most exciting thing we have looking forward to. What episode should we be like absolutely on the lookout for? Favorite part, travel, what's the that's, climax oh my god it's really hard um you I, obviously watch all the episodes yeah obviously I, um london was <sighs> great i can't london is my favorite london city. was really great um i actually i think the charleston and tampa episodes mm. with freddie are very good <sighs> they're very very good the thing is is like i actually haven't seen so i've only seen rough cuts up until uh, the dc wow you guys are still cutting yeah oh yeah we're we're doing it we're we're it's fly by our pants. Out, though. I know. Holy we're, shit. We're only so like as we're recording this, we we just sent the Tampa episode to final, so Holy it's done. Shit. The the DC episode, which comes out after that, is like it's in it's it's getting there, yeah, but it's not yeah, quite yeah. there. The bones. I haven't even seen a cut of London yet, and that wow. comes out the first. But you already January. know it's super fun. I know it's super fun. I've been told it's super fun. I've also been told that Greece is super fun. Um <gasps> Greece. We went yeah, we went to London, Athens, and Edinburgh. I've never been to Edinburgh. It's beautiful. Where is that? Scotland. Okay, number Scotland. <laughs> I'm doing a, a mini tour next year, and we're stopping in London. Really, June twenty something. It. Oh, I love that date. So make sure to watch out for that, Londoners. But so okay, London. We got a we got a hot hot yes, hot ticket to the London. Episode. The Tampa episode you're gonna see this Saturday is very funny. And let me tell you, Tampa, the dirty south. Tampa <laughs> is a city is in a state of its own. Tampa is like one of those cities. Everything we did in Tampa was fun. Can you tell me what you did? Yes. So we went to we went. <laughs> Can I guess? Was it Ebor? We went to uh, so the activities. We went to Caddy's Beach Bar. Oh my god! <laughs> the amount of <laughs> fucked up shit I have seen and done at Caddy's Beach Bar. <laughs> we don't even call it Beach Bar. We just call it Caddy's. Caddy's. We call, we call it Caddy's. So we went to Caddy. Yeah, Freddie and I went to Caddy's. Oh, did you did you drink pina coladas? We did. We yeah. drank, we we we, <laughs> we oh took them god. into the ocean. Because uh, Caddy's, well, the reason why is because Caddy's is the only beach bar we could find where you can actually drink on the beach. Oh, and you can walk into the water, which is like bathtub water. Oh, it's beautiful. It's not even refreshing. It's, it's gorgeous. Like, oh, this is warm. <laughs> no, it was, it was beautiful. We were oh, like, good. that's actually why I went to Tampa is I wanted to go to a beach that was nice and not like. St. Petersburg has the best beaches in the world. Although that way you were technically in Clearwater. Tre- we were in Treasure Island. Oh, okay. Um, and then we went to Il Ritorno, which is a restaurant in St. Peter's. We did. So this episode is technically the Tampa Bay area episode because we went to a store in Tampa Bay and Mm -hmm. we stayed in Tampa Bay, Uh but we went, our activities were both in St. Petersburg. That's why when people (laughs) call it the Bay area, I'm like, Oh my God, you're from Tampa. And they're like, no, No. San Francisco. And I'm like, (laughs) what? Cause we call it the Bay area. Like it's the Bay area. South. I'm so glad you put Tampa on the map. Yeah. And all of the years I worked at BuzzFeed, I only got to make one video in Tampa. Well, no, that's not true. Two. One was about strip clubs. 
<laughs> best in the country. Was, I know. It was so silly. And it one was, was about buying a house. Tampa was hot. It was like definitely. <laughs> I'm going to be there on Tuesday. We stayed inside the whole time. So, I don't blame you. So when, you well, yeah. step, when you step outside, you get wet. Yeah, it was it was gross. Like, like, I, like, you're moist. I almost stepped on a lizard like every single time. Dude, I they don't. We have no lizards in LA. It's so weird. It's really gross. It was just like lizards and wetness. Oh. <laughs> Yum. And that's what little girls are made of. Uh, Kristen, where do you want to be found? How can people watch a show? Okay. Please, at least if you get anything from this, follow her on Twitter because I really. You always pop up because I think I just like and favor things so much that my Twitter's like, oh, you want to just see her all the time. Yeah. Um, I am Lola Coaster on Twitter, which is lol uh, coaster. Got it. It's like a pun. Uh- oh. <laughs> you just said it to my face and I still didn't get it. It's like it's like instead of a roller coaster, it's a Lola, Lola coaster. coaster. Yeah. So what happened? Thank hap- you for clarifying. That was my the thing is it's been my Twitter handle for like well, girl, twelve years. You were a Buzzfeed at twenty thirteen, so you were ahead of the curve. Yeah, it's been there, it's like a long time. And then yeah. on Instagram, I'm it's Kristen Cherico. Yeah. Um, and, and Empty Suitcase Show. Empty Suitcase. So the Empty Suitcase Show is on Buzzfeed Videos Facebook page, also Lady Likes Facebook page. And if you click the watch tab, it's there. It's, on, it's apparently on the watch tab too. I learned something today. See, you taught me a lot, and I taught you one thing. So- Thank you so much, Kristen Jericho. Thank Please you. promise me you'll come back. I will definitely come back. You it's very will. fun. It's good. It's on audio, so you're contractually obliged. I love this. Bye, Confidant. See you next week. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>